Hey there, before you start tonight's episode, we wanted to talk to you about a brand new project that we're starting that we're really excited about. It's called Whose Dice Are These Anyway? It's a podcast where the stories are made up and the rules barely matter. Join us every week as our bumbling crew of adventurers solves some mysteries, fights some monsters, and does terrible celebrity impressions. Starting Thursday, January 26th, and every Thursday thereafter. You can find Who's Dice Are These Anyway on every major podcasting distribution platform. You can also find us on Twitter at Who's Dice. We hope you'll tune in for action, suspense, and uncontrollable laughter. See you then. Hello, and welcome to the Guild that Keeps On Giving, a podcast about a group of friends and their thoughts, ideas, and experiences relating to D&D. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Patrick, and let's go talk to my friends. Welcome to the Guild that Keeps On Giving, the show that regales with tales of glorious triumphs and epic failures among friends. And this week, we're talking about the third one D&D Unearthed Arcana document, and probably going to set up another playtest. You guys excited about that? Very. Nice. Uh, middling. <laughs> middling? Perfect. I love it. Uh, well, let's, let's introduce everybody. First up, we got Dr. Rick McCain. Hey, Rick. Hey there. And Matthew Mullen. Hey, Matt. Hello. And Weston Monks. Hey, Weston. Hello. All right. So what do you guys think so far? I know we just the document just came out right before we decided to get on the podcast, but uh, there was a video last night and the comments all over the internet. So yeah, we do like to read these at while recording. Right. So we're reading it live, fast, fast and loose. I feel like that's our hook for the audience. <laughs> I mean, I'd love for them to re- <laughs> to release it the day before we record, but <laughs> it just work on just happened. These it seems yeah, to happen. It just happened to work Thursdays out that way. every time. Yes. So. Uh, I have two fast and loose hot takes. One, I wish they would have included the other priest class classes instead of just cleric like they did with the experts yeah like just give me the whole batch uh that would have been nice but whatever that's my minor hot take and then my second hot take is congratulations weston guidance is back to what it was before yeah that was one of my so i watched the video they released last night about like what's in this play test and what's coming up in the future and i took some notes on that and I noticed that they were very proud to say that, like, virtually everything they got was around 70% or above, with a couple things hitting about 80% in terms of approval scores. Right. And when he went over the things that he said were low, there he said there were only, like, three things that had low approval scores. Let's see if I can Are you calling bullshit on that? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not necessarily calling bullshit on that, but he didn't... Oh, yeah. It was... Uh, the the dragonborn and the ardling and then the were, automatic fail or automatic success yeah, the on D20 everything tests. yeah yeah but he didn't mention anything about guidance but was guidance in <laughs> Wesson says and i filled one? out 15 surveys and <laughs> yeah i was routing my ip through dozens of places so that i looked like different people no so was the jog my memory maybe was guidance in the la- in the original play test or was it in the second one Oh, that's a good point. It might have been in the second one. Okay. And then uh, didn't come up. 
It was in the second one. It was in the second one because that was right. When so it that's yeah, garbage. you're right. So so that explains. Yeah, why I, I just it looked wasn't it up. One of their low approval rating things. Now I'm not saying that guidance doesn't need to be tweaked because I do think based on the interview that the guy or that Jeremy Crawford was giving was the he doesn't want anything to be a must take spell. Sure. And it as is, I think guidance is a must take <laughs> spell. You you do feel like you're hampered if you don't have it versus other cantrips because it's so useful and so versatile. So I can understand wanting to dial it back a little bit to just a good spell, but I feel like they over-nerfed it. But we've been over that before. Well, I'm going to push back on that just a tiny bit, which is this idea of like must-have spells are really not about how the player feels about it. It's about the rest of your group. If your group is like, why aren't you casting guidance on me? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? That's when you feel like, oh, I should have taken that other thing. But like... If I didn't know anything about any, like, if I just picked other cantrips and just played my character the way I wanted to, it's only if other people call it out and are like, well, shouldn't you be casting guidance on me? Like, isn't that your job? That's when I feel like we get into uh, that kind of thing, which is just a personal pet peeve of mine. I was going to say that sounds like a map problem. Yeah. It it's does. also a pet <laughs> problem because I hate it when other people tell me how to play my character. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of that in our group. I mean, we really don't. We have some. Um, well, but it's not, helpful not to remind t- people, hey, remember you have this feature and you haven't used it ever. Right. Especially during playtest. Yeah, because we... Oh, absolutely. Too, too many unknowns. But yeah. but yeah. there's a difference, yeah. and I'm not talking about... This is over my entire D&D uh, existence, so it's not about necessarily our group, but just there's a difference between, don't forget you can do this, which I know is a class feature of yours, or do you have any spells that could help us or something like that versus did you take this spell? Did you do this thing? Like, do you, why don't yeah, you have this feat? You had, you got to choose a feat last level and you did, you just took an, an ability score improvement. What are you thinking? You know, like that kind of attitude is like, well, this is the way I built my care. I'm sorry. You know, it is. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, there's yeah, a big that, difference. That would be unpleasant to play with. But I, I've never heard our group do that in the past three years. Like, really? No, not to the extreme. Matt just said. I mean, some, no, no, sometimes no. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, if I created this character, you know, I think I would have tried this out. You know, why did you choose that? You know, what was your reasoning behind it? And that's only come up a few times. Um, hey, going to the guidance, you said the guidance was back. Matt, yep. what did you mean by that? Because it's... I mean, it doesn't say you can only do this once a day or once every 10 minutes or whatever the thing that limited it was. Like, you get it's a reaction. You get to add it to someone's ability check. It doesn't... Yeah, it's still the reaction rather than the um, concentration. But uh, they got rid of the limit. Which I think is a good tweak. Um, and maybe they're trying to get a happy medium between... What was yeah? Because initially I think, super powerful, and then what was poop of garbage? I think this makes sense that like you can use your reaction to boost somebody, but like you can't you can't say but I, you can't ever do it again, or like this cantrip's now destroyed right. because it's a cantrip. You're supposed to be able to do it over and over again, right? But I can right. understand saying, but you can only do it like once a turn, like that's reasonable limit to me yeah it uses up your reaction so i guess i'm wrong it's not all the way back it's it's no i would i would argue it's better than the original 
Yeah, because the reaction is is something more useful, I think. Yeah, and you don't have and to worry it about concentration. concentration. This is there you go. This is more overtuned than the original guidance. So they, they listened to you, Weston. They corrected in the wrong direction, I guess. But we'll see what the the community thinks. I think this is a great version of of guidance. I I also think it's a great spell, but I do think it's better than guidance that required an action and concentration. I like the original better. What do you like about the original better? I like the that once you put it up as concentrate. I feel like this is too much, like too. Think it's too powerful. Yeah, they may have like beefed it up a little too much. I think I'm just trying to think of it in actual action economy while playing or fighting combat. I think it might be just a little too much. I think before well, it's only you ability had a sacrifice checks. though, but you had like a. This I'm gonna have to use my concentration for this. So there was like a bit of a right personal sacrifice when you did this, and I don't but feel like you have one anymore. Well, I guess how you give up often your action, do you but... use ability checks during combat? I mean, it's very rare. I don't see this being used in combat very often, because um, typically your reaction is going to be used for something else uh, or save. If you have else. at low levels, you know, because you can get a cantrip at first level. At low levels, you may have no other reactions. And you may be using this like all the time, but again, you're, well, you could you're use only... the original con. The original guidance can be used all the, for every single ability check. It can, but this requires no concentration, and it's a cantrip, meaning you can cast this and something else in the same round. I mean, even though it's a um, a reaction, yeah, it, it's still. I don't know. I just I mean, think I've, in rounds, I haven't. You know, I haven't seen to play a lot of ability checks being done during combat. So I don't think it's going to come up that much. I think we're going to more of that. Just listening Maybe. to him talk and reading the, the, I think we're going to be having more. Oh, of that. like the um, the study action and not influence oh, study action. For, yeah, there's so many different things that can be done in an initiative turn order that right we didn't really do before. We just sort of oh, this is what I do because it's right. a free action or you know whatever. I don't know. It looks like it's it's sort of going that direction, but I, I mean, who knows? We'll see. None of this may stick. We have no idea. <laughs> I, that is one thing, though, I would like to say about this so far, this process, is I love so much that they got negative feedback, even though it's, whatever, mostly positive, but they got enough negative feedback on Dragonborn and Ardling, and now it's right back in this next... I mean, not the next. I, UA, I love that too, man. But it's in, I think it's awesome. you know, a subsequent one. Like, hey, here's another pass at this. We get that you didn't like it. Do you like this better? Because well, let's let's take a look at them. Right, but I just think I want to applaud doing that because it would be very easy. And in fact, my understanding uh, of how I thought this was going to work is they want to do this for a year. They've got twelve documents. They're really already written, and they'll just be releasing them every month you know here's your new document yeah the the community here's your new document here's your new document we'll take your feedback but you'll never know if we we're taking it seriously or really what it says or anything because like this is all oh this is just our information and so for them to share some of the results again could they be lying of course they could like i don't know but they're sharing the results there and they're saying we got feedback and this is back in here i really appreciate that i think that's cool i do too i love it it makes you feel like you have a voice exactly in the in the whole scheme of things, even if they're lying. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so yeah, go ahead. Like, 
looking at the Ardling, and I'm just reading it now, they changed the animal ancestry to be based on their capabilities rather than, uh, and I pulled up the, the original one from the, the first release, where they based it on exalted, heavenly, and idyllic. And now it is based on whether they're climbers, flyers, racers, or swimmers. Right. And you get a different ability. So the climbers are bears, cats, lizards, and squirrels, which give you a climb speed and I guess an unarmed strike bonus. The flyers um, have vestigial wings. They don't get a fly speed, uh, but you can glide to reduce a fall. And you can jump. With advantage. Which it, yeah. Which, hot take, is lame. <laughs> in uh, my opinion can't can't fall and yeah that would be the bad eagle owl and raven so um take the jump action that's uh, is that a new action and you can flap your wings to gain advantage on that action's ability check well now we gotta scroll down and see if there's a jump action the new i mean they're trying to make everything into an accounted for action it seems like yeah magic action is something I definitely yeah. wanted to talk about because yeah. it seems U- use of object in general is a little weird for me. I think. All right, so yeah, there is a jump action. If you're leaping more than five feet, a jump of five feet or less is treated as difficult terrain. When you take this action, your speed must be greater than zero, and you must make a DC ten strength check, acrobatics or athletics. If you don't move at least ten feet immediately before this action, you have disadvantage on the check. All right, so you, you can. Move 10 feet, get a running jump. Unless you're a flyer. So right. Advantage then you get that. advantage on you, that. You can flap your vestigial wings. So what wings that does is cancel out your disadvantage around. and you just get the jump. All right. Or you do a running flappy thing with your vestigial wings and get advantage on the jump. Um, We're heading into real ch- garbage territory. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just I'm just curious... If- I'm I'm more curious. I don't care about jumping. I'm more curious about where they're going in their mindset on rules like jump because the, before the jump was just based on your strength, and that's as far as you could jump. And now you can jump your movement on a successful check. The check's total determines the distance of feet that you can clear horizontally, or half that total if you're jumping vertically. So it's not based on your strength at all. It's based on your acrobatics or athletics. Um, you know, where before it was your, a set number for your right. strength. So that's that's a new take on it. I don't know if I like it or dislike it yet. I'm pretty indifferent to that. but Yeah, I mean, jumping isn't that exciting. I just, <laughs> we're going through the Ardley. Well, I mean, so. it is still strength-based, but they're saying yes. you can do yeah. strength acrobatics or strength athletics. Oh, I didn't catch that. It's not Dex acrobatics. Okay, I, that's how I'm reading it. It says it's a DC yeah, ten strength right. check, acrobatics or athletics. Basically, if you have proficiency in one, you could justify yeah. how you're getting over there. Um, so it is still like, and then your number obviously is going to be based on that score, which is still relate check whatever you roll to your strength. Yeah, okay. and that change to to allowing characters to use different ability scores for different proficiency skills. No, that's uh, always been in the rules. I know, but it's not been codified. Like, it hasn't been recommended. Right. Uh, the way that they've been leaning into it. No, I like it. And I, I appreciate like it. it. I appreciate it, too, because I think it's... 
Well, as opposed to making a dex roll for a strength situation, uh, I like it that adding acrobatics to your strength rather added, adding it to your I really think they should dex. get rid of, like they say, this is strength-based. I really think they should get rid of stuff like that and just say, this is an athletics check, so how athletic you are, or this is an acrobatics check, how acrobatic you are. It doesn't matter what the base core ability mm. is for. I think your ability score for strength and everything, I mean, I know you got to have all those, but I feel like whatever your ability check score is for, or your skill is for athletics or acrobatics, it should just be not That skill. Right. It should just be a right. skill check, not a ability-based check. Right. I really think that when they put those two together, it muddies the water and it should just be, well, I took proficiency in acrobatics, um, so I'm going to use acrobatics or I, you know, I have proficiency in uh, well, athletics. Yeah, I agree with the caveat being that I like, like they're saying jump is a strength thing. How strong you are is how far you can jump. But the way that you're, like you can, if you took acrobatics instead of athletics, let's say you're proficient in one and not the other. They're not saying, well, you have to do this one because this is the only way to jump. Like, you can say, like, no, I'm acrobatic. Like, I'm doing something more acrobatic than athletic, but I'm still going to use strength. Just in the same way that, like, and the reverse of that I also think should be more applied, which is, like, intimidation shouldn't always be charisma-based, even though that's what it's labeled as. Because the big, beefy barbarian who looks terrifying just by their physical presence should be intimidating or more intimidating than someone who's just like, than the bard who's just like, I, you know, I turn on my charm and become intimidating. Like, I think they both should be able to intimidate. Like, I just think the barbarian should be able to choose something else to do that, which I like, like strength. Yeah. Like strength or yeah. Give an example of how, yeah. If you're flexing your muscles, then that's how you do it or whatever. Like, but I like the, and I know this is like a Dungeon Master's Guide, like rule that they suggest and all this stuff, and you can do this, but it's not, like we said, it's not something that's been pushed, and I want it to be out in front and everyone that you play with, like, knows this, as opposed to just like, I have to argue with whoever I'm playing with, like, no, 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 I can do this. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, perception and investigation are awful, often muddled. Right. Absolutely. Let's get back to the Yardling, though. Um, yes. Okay, so we have right after the Flyers, which have little floppy vestigial wings. You have Racers, Deer, Dog, Horse, and Triceratops. Your speed, when you take the dash action, not just a regular move, but the dash action, your speed increases for that action, not your move. The increase equals 10 times your proficiency bonus. So your move doesn't increase, but your dash action does. So, so let's say you have a 30. Make your move and then do a dash action. On yeah, top so of you that. move 30 and then you would dash 30 plus, you know, if you're first level, another 20. So then you dash 50. So you'd get 80 out of it, which I guess would be useful. But how often do you take a dash action unless yeah. you are a uh, a rogue or you're running away. Oh, if you're running away, then this is super useful. <laughs> yeah, that, that is very helpful. 
or charging up on something, I guess. Yeah, closing the distance, um, chasing somebody. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, it comes up quite a bit, actually. All right. And then the, the fourth group is swimmer, crocodile, dolphin, frog, or shark. And you can hold your breath up to an hour at a time, and you have a swim speed equal to your equal to your speed and in addition you have resistance to cold damage now this is the only one that has resistance to anything sure so but i mean useful. the climber gets a bonus to their damage if they unarmed strike someone like that's true everyone's getting stuff yeah but i just feel like the climber and swimmer makes sense like you can climb the, your sp- speed you can swim your speed but then it's like flyer they don't want to give you wings for some reason like real they don't want to give you a fly speed because I don't know why so many other things have yeah, fly no speeds. Yeah, no one knows why. And right, contrasted spoiler alert with the new Dragonborn is you get a fly speed. Yeah, later. A temporary fly speed. Don't <laughs> At yeah. fifth level. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, I haven't read it yet. Nothing can, nothing can fly, <laughs> for real, for some reason. Well, this is all allegedly backwards compatible, so uh, uh, asterisks all over this in my mind. Right. Um, hey, maybe they're getting rid of flyers. I don't know. I don't know, but then Racer it doesn't seem like just it. feels overly complicated. Like you said, like it's only the dash. Act, like, yeah, why not just make your move increase by a certain increase. amount? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know because that's what I was going to say about jump. Math. Is I feel like the yeah the jump action should be simplified to be less uh-huh. math for people. Yeah, just be like your minimum jump distance is this. Yeah, I'm just and you can roll to increase it. If I'm but. looking at this from a design perspective, I'm like everyone who plays a racer is just going to increase their speed. They're just going to say my speed is blah blah blah, and then find out sessions later. Oh, I'm only supposed to get that if I'm dashing. Blah blah. Like it's just going to be one of those forgotten right. things that you forget you don't have all the time. Like because it's overly, it's not. It's the shortest one, but ironically, it feels overly complicated. Uh and it doesn't feel as useful as either of the other ones. Well, it feels more useful than my flopping wings. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I love that you've added floppy to the, the description of wings. But yeah, I just think flyers sound lame. Everything. I'm sorry. I don't think this is a better version of the Ardling. I just feel like everything about the Ardling is already covered by other things. In this yeah, game, instead of making is. the Ardling a knockoff uh, Asimar, they made it a knockoff Shifter. Right, slash and... a knockoff all of the things that already exist. Like, we already right. have Owl and, and Raven people. We already have Horse people. We already have uh, Dog people. We already have Lizard folk. We already have Cat people. Like, all of these things are already a thing. And this isn't a better ver- This is a worse version of all of them. Yeah, it yeah, really is. And so where is this Ardling coming from? Like, Oh, it's just made, I mean, the same place that... Jeremy Crawford's brain? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why they're so in love with this idea, but I'm like... It's wherever flumps come from. I really feel like well, they want to... I mean, is it to... some campaign that, that I'm not watching? Some podcast campaign or something? No, like, not that it? I'm aware not of. Not that I'm aware of. I believe... Yeah, it just seems like it's out of nowhere. I think they it's want weird. to take all of the menagerie of animal creatures they've come up with and get it into the player's handbook without yeah. having to print 15 races of stuff or species. Which seems weird because the more races you have, the more books you can print and the more stuff people will buy from you well i think they just want to include one thing for the animal 
for the Friends. player's handbook. And then, yeah, for the player's yeah. handbook. And I'm just like, but this just feels like, like I don't know. I'm We're going to play it because it's in this UA. And that's like the premise of our play test is that we played the stuff that they give us. But I'm not into any of this. Like, <laughs> I mean, is there a nope. big furry community at Wizards that I mean, I'm unaware? There's a big furry community. I'm not community, against it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say world. there's a bigger furry community than everywhere. Yeah. Thinks. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm well aware of that. Surprising. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, just it's strange. Um, yeah, and well, there's one more. Well, two more features. Divine magic. Um, you get thaumaturgy spell. Well, you really just right, get but, a divine uh, cantrip. Right, that's what I was going to say, is they should just switch it to say, pick a cantrip from the divine spell oh, list. Oh, okay, because whenever you finish a long rest, you can replace the spell with a different <laughs> Yeah, because the day after cantrip. you're born, you get to choose You get thaumaturgy, you but from that point on, you take sacred flame. Just very um, loud babies, and then the next day, they can, <laughs> you know, can choose whatever, but yeah. Spare the dying or whatever. And then you have proficiency in perception. So this is a weird race. I, I, I didn't like the first iteration of it and i'm not quite sure i like this one either no i just i'm, I'm sure that i don't i are we are we doing uh spicy peppers on this one or just thumbs I'm, down or what? i'm giving it a i was on reddit garbage. last yeah i was Poo-poo on reddit garbage. last night and there is a lot of spicy peppers out um about this they hadn't even seen it yet last night <laughs> what people Je- right even before this came out, there was a lot of spicy pepper. That doesn't uh, surprise me about the D and D community no, in agreed. particular. It's a spicy but, community. Um, <laughs> yep, it, they are. They're but the uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a poo poo garbage as well. I think Ardling uh, needs some work. I just That's... don't think it needs to. Like, I don't know. Exist. Yeah, here's my thing, and I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm like... fine with them creating new races. Yes. I. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't care get this that it's one. my thing. Right. Is... I think it's too mishmash we, it does not have a focus we created several new races for our homebrew campaign thing and i'm not saying they're the best things in the world but they felt like yeah they felt like they filled <laughs> an empty space and this feels so much like they're they're trying to like put a giant s- sticker or something over a bunch of other things they're like no 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 this is it and it's like we already have all that get this crap out of here like or fill yeah. in like fill a void this feels very campaign specific like there's some campaign somewhere that has beast land creatures but that's the problem outer that campaign stuff, doesn't it, exist yet right not that I know it, of, then, but then it, that's the feeling this has but then yeah then that's the problem is they're trying to put this in the player's handbook for everything and it doesn't have it's not that it doesn't have a space it's that it's everyone else's space yeah, yeah. which is weird to me like that you're so, and that you basically made the same mistake again. You said, "Oh, this is stepping on ASMR," so I know we'll just lean into that it's animal stuff, and it just doesn't make it any better or cooler. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I, uh, I think that one got four poo poo garbages. That might be the first thing <laughs> that's ever got yeah. four poo poo garbages. Yeah, yeah, I think there's only one mention in the racer. Of a triceratops, which are triceratops known for being particularly fast in no, it's hard to, no, it's really hard to know because <laughs> I've never seen one run. Yeah, they but don't exist I feel like in comparison to a human, yeah, they move. They quick. don't look Probably. like the fastest compared to a deer, dog, or horse. Maybe I. Um, they might be. I feel like that was Maybe. just them going like, "I need 
let's just throw a dinosaur in there too. Right. But, also, but that's what I'm thinking is lean into the dinosaur angle. Right. There's no like because honestly, why the Velociraptor, the literal like fast, fast, <laughs> like has fast in its name, would have been the better dinosaur to put on Racer. Yeah. Yeah. Even the absolutely. even the T Rex probably moves faster than the Triceratops. Yeah. I mean, why would you pick that one? <laughs> I don't know. And why was there no pterodon in the flyers? I mean, if you're going to run with lizards and... Because this is a mix-matched, uh, weird uh, race that... Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Jeremy Crawford loves this, and that's why it still exists. <laughs> or something. You think it's him personally? It may know. not have him gotten the 60% or whatever him. he said it was. I just think this yeah. is strike two. Uh, on right. like two... On Ardling. Yeah, on Ardling. I like, I didn't like the first one. I don't like this one. Uh, yeah. Right. Now let's go into something that I'm sure we will all like, which is the Dra- Dragonborn. Dragonborn. All right. I haven't read it yet. I honestly have no problem with it. No, so they've given Dragonborn's Dark Vision, uh, which makes sense to me. It makes sense, yeah. Uh, That's nice. Uh, they shorten their lifespan for some reason. Yeah, no, everything dragons has live forever. Non-traditional like, lifespans now, which is, this is 80 years. Well, it's not a hundred years for everything anymore. I, I agree. Yeah. I appreciate that because I think it's dumb yeah. to say all of these different creatures all live, but they all live a hundred years. Like, yeah, yeah, but why would dragonborns live, live less? I mean, dragons live long time. Well, they got those tiny so, human hearts, and they just can't yeah. take the strain. <laughs> That's what it is. They got high dragon body and a human heart yeah. is uh, a bad combination. It's a famous um, but, dragon book. Is human heart. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> And it's a short story. It's a short story. Yeah. yeah. Very short story. About 80 pages. About 80 pages. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. uh, <laughs> the breath weapon you can choose, whether it's a line or a cone. That's nice. I dig that. Like, um, each time you use it? or It looks... Like... it. The way I'm reading it is, each time you use it. You can oh, replace one nice. of your attacks like with an exhalation in either a 15-foot cone or yeah, a 30-foot cone. which I think makes sense. Uh, you would be able to figure that out with straight your straight around in your mouth yep straight. like yeah i efficiency like times bonus number of times per rest that makes sense mm-hmm. yep. um damage resistance and then draconic flight at fifth level which is Dark your okay. 10 minutes of of fly speed unless you're incapacitated i got nothing how does but i got no problems with any of this yeah how does that compare to the first one they had dark vision they didn't have the flight Right, they didn't have the number of times right. with proficiency. I don't think. I think it was tied to proficiency. Oh, it was okay. In the original document. I know fizzbands. Yeah. Well, yeah. the fizzbands. Maybe they got rid of the cone sure. versus the line. Uh, and they kept the. They added the cone. They kept the D10 mm-hmm. damage um, from fizzbands. In the too. first one, everything was a cone. Oh, okay. There were no lines. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Um, so that's an improvement. I think the draconic flight is kind of a cool a cool way to spice up the the race. Yeah. And they, they didn't make it like super powerful where you can just fly all the damn time either. So that was that's I think that's a pretty good little upgrade. Yeah, yeah I ten, still like ten minutes the for... fan, uh Dragonborn better personally. Having Do you just really? made a character with Fizzbin. Yeah, I think the fifth level feature for them is they get different uh options on their breath weapon. Um mm, that's so pretty you cool. get like pushing breath or enervating breath um for the well, dragon for example that's for the metallic dragons what about the, right uh i think all of them the get something uh 
chromatic yeah, variations on breath weapons at level five. Oh, that's cool. Um, I did like how Jeremy Crawford said in the video that, I mean, he, I think he even said specifically the new ones that come out in this new player's handbook in a couple of years, uh, you can play right alongside with the ones from Fizz Bands. Right. They're totally. Yeah. Like he said, yeah, yeah his so, point was like, this is the generic Dragonborn. And then if you want to play, if your table is playing or, you know, with Fizz Bands, you can definitely do that. But like, this is what right, the right. standard right. would be. But yeah, I give this. I don't know if we're each giving a single rating and then we combine them. Is that how we're doing it this week? But I. Oh no! I just had not heard us give four complete poo poo garbages before all together. Right, that was the first so time. So this gets a and gold star from me, rating. and I and <laughs> we'll I, combine it later. <laughs> you get two thumbs up and a smile from me. I'm using my own system. I'm, we're all we all are apparently. <laughs> I give it a good, but not great. That's it. Yeah, I think I I feel like this is this is good. It feels like it would be interesting to play this race, but it doesn't feel like I have to play a Dragonborn. Uh, right. I think it's in a good spot. Yep. yep. And my I two agree. thumbs up, as opposed to three thumbs up, is uh, is a good. You know, it's just for the profanity filter. Yes. On our <laughs> yeah. And then so I, I is the Goliath. Yeah, they gave us the Goliath. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Now, so there is a UA that is all like giant based things that they just released that isn't this one. It's just like in their normal slog of UA that they're trying out um, with like rune magic for the wizard and different uh, giant based feats. So this feels very similar to that in terms of the giant ancestry being a thing uh, for Goliaths. So I'm interested to see if they're tying those two uh, together, like if they're just combining their standard UA releases with the official ones. And I'd be curious to see like how popular the non, you know, one D&D UAs are versus these ones. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen them. But that's... Well, what does the Goliath say here? And I pulled up the uh, 2014 Goliath. So it's... yeah. Uh, sorry, I just I'm wanted sorry, to say yeah, one no. quick thing, which is when I read this, I was borderline furious because I do this every time. The first thing it says is like giant ancestry and describes that you can do this a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. And I read that paragraph and I understood that paragraph. And then I left that paragraph and I forgot all about it. And I was like, cloud giants can teleport 30 feet as a bonus action every turn that are you insane? And like (laughs) everything can do these things. Like I was like, what the hell is all this? So I just, I understand for space saving purposes, why they write it this way. But really, I just want you to include that line at the end that says you can do this a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus at the end of each one. Because I also know when I scroll over this someday in Rule 20 or D&D Beyond, it's going to say exactly as a bonus action, you can magically teleport, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to think I can do that in an infinite amount of times. Anyway, that's my little soapbox. Yeah, Yeah, D&D Beyond is horrible. Well, the great thing on D&D Beyond is that it has a checkbox when it's lent, you know, so when you use it. Which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. That is very sometimes true. Sometimes checks itself. Yes. I mean. Yeah. It, it, half the times when you cast a spell, it checks one's bought off on your slots and half the time it doesn't. Right. So, so I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there that this has a potential spicy pepper aftertaste uh, <laughs> when you use this. 
All right. Well, let's look at them. So you have a giant ancestry and there's uh, cloud, fire, frost, hill, stone, and storm giants. The cloud does the teleport, as Matt mentioned, as a bonus action, once per long rest. Oh, no. no. Proficiency bonus number of times per long rest. My bad. And then the fire giant, you can deal 1d10 fire damage on one attack roll. Frost is a die 6 cold damage and reduce its speed by 10. That seems a little nerfed compared to a die 10, but hill giant, you can knock someone prone with an attack if you deal damage to it. There's no save or anything. You just knock them over. That's kind of nice. Stone endurance for stone giant, uh, you can use a reaction to roll d12 and reduce damage. And that's like the current stone endurance of the Goliath. Yeah, I think it's basically the same thing. Uh, Yep, it is. But only the stone giants get that. And then storm giants, um, you can use your reaction when you take damage to deal thunder damage to whoever dealt that damage to you if they're within 60 feet. In large form, starting at fifth level, you gain the ability to supernaturally grow. You change to large, which gives you advantage on strength checks. Your speed increases by 10 feet. That's nice. You don't do any extra damage or anything. You don't have proficiency as an athletic skill. Uh-huh. Um, and you don't have the resistance to cold damage anymore. Notoriously Arctic animals. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right, right. Yeah, the crocodile gets that. The cr- um, <laughs> Crocodiles are, are not known to do well with cold. Yeah, notoriously right, resistant right, right. to cold. I feel well, it's like the, the furry um, crocodile. Then. Just like, just like the tropical cold, frogs. the bloodedness I get that, but... I also feel like with the next one, the powerful build, uh, this is the third UA now. They must really think we're all going to get into grappling. Or, or something. Oh yeah, they're this, ready for this, us to like. We're all jujitsu guys now. It's, it's all a of a sudden, Greco-Roman wrestling. I don't know. Yeah. The problem um, is they've trained us not to grapple, and that now it's like, oh, and here's the here's some good grappling rules, and it's like, I mean, maybe in time we will get there, but yeah, my instinct is like, who cares? Because I'm never gonna do it. Right oh yeah, the 2014 that. grappling rules sucked, and so it it makes you not want to grapple at all. So I, I I look at grappling and I wince at this point. Um, I just yeah, I just my it. eyes just glaze over. I go grapple. Who cares? Like no, and that's no, never going to happen. So I don't need to know nothing about to do with that. me. Uh, well, it looks like they're re- you 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 were right. It looks like they're really pushing it. Um, so powerful build, you get advantage to end grapple, so you can break out of a grapple with advantage. You're not better at grappling though, and you. Count as one size larger when determining your carrying capacity and weight. So you could be uh, carrying as huge yeah. when you're in your large form, which is nice. Unclear. Um, but, yeah, why'd they get rid of the like the mountain stuff? Well, they might have, like, they, it seems like they've varied yeah, the mountain it born. to you pick your giant ancestry. So maybe you are a it's probably got to do know, with the art hill thing. giant yeah. and you're not. <laughs> no one has step on the Ardling's <laughs> toes. kind of. Yeah, and I, and I yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense if you're a fire giant. It wouldn't make any sense that you're cold resistant, right? But um, okay, so that. But why not athletic? I mean, the Ardling got 
something. You just uh, answered your own question. They got, you you got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gain advantage on strength checks when you're large form. So that but would only be when large. See, well, you, but you still powerful build. You count as a size larger for determining yeah. your carrying capacity. Like, but why should that make you athletic? Just because they were athletic. I mean, why being a frog makes you have keen senses for the Ardling? You know, everyone gets good perception as that. And, you know, I, I'm not sure that frogs. I have a frog sitting on my desk right now, and he's. You got to smack him in the face with a worm to get him to eat it. So. Well, that's natural selection being thwarted <laughs> <in his brain. laughs> by domestication. Yeah, yeah. That is true, but um, I'm just saying that. I mean, you're not going to hear an argument out of me that the art leg is built badly. <laughs> yeah, well, they all get nope. they all get a uh, proficiency and arguably one of the best skills in the game, which is perception. You use it all the time. Again, they um, want us to like it. They want us to like Ardlings. They really do. They want us to play Ardlings and and, and rave. They want they want those positive yeah, feedbacks. Wanna, yeah. I just think that I mean the history of the Goliaths were they're they're athletic and you know it just made sense that you you got the skill. Um, I guess you could take it with one of your skill slots somewhere, but you got it automatically before proficiency in athletics. Um, and you count as one side larger when. So I I would. I'm, I'll make a note here for them to add that back in to their powerful build. How do we feel about that's the not... uh, giant ancestry features specifically? So other than my comment about I wish they included that it's connected to your proficiency bonus on all. Because even as we started reading again, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound so bad. I can every time I do damage, I can add fire damage. I was like, no, Matt, you can't. You have to Only choose. twice at low Yeah, levels. like... Uh, so I just wish that was in that text. That's my, so that's my, uh, I don't know. They should come up with a shorthand for, for assigning proficiency bonus times per long rest. Right. Just so I can like, see it in the description and know it's there because I just forget about it. But otherwise I actually kind of like this. I like that you pick your ancestry. I like that it has a specific thing and they're cool things. Every And they're also not like, I don't read any of these and go, this is the one that you have to pick. And the rest are crap. Like, I think they all have merits. Yeah. I like, personally, that it's like fire does the most damage, but you have to be right next to your target. Frost does the least damage, but you slow your opponent down. Uh, Storm does, like, the middle damage, but you can do it at range. I like that there's, like, variations on everything that kind of also makes sense with their element. I, I like it. I'm giving this a star. <laughs> I don't think you have to be in melee for fire, though. Well, maybe uh, you just have to do, 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 yeah, you just have to have hit that person. That's true. An attack roll. So that could be ranged. It as could well. be. Right. But this is uh, but the storm one is like a reaction to you taking damage. Right. So I would bump that up higher personally. Like it's worth more? Like it's cooler? Yeah. yeah. No, like it, it should do more damage than like a die 10 as well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. But I just don't like I'm not mad at anything. Uh, is my point. No. It's actually, once again, good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a plus two on, on the Rick scale. 
I love how your scale is different now than it was. <laughs> it was a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> two thumbs up. Now it's a plus two on the Richter scale. Is a two well, twice as good as a one? It's an order of magnitude. Uh, right. <laughs> that's, that's how the well, Rick scale works. The Rick stands for relative intrinsic causative scale. Uh-huh. So it's not oh, well, as long as it's not overly complicated. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It goes from minus three to plus three. No zeros and no fractions. Mm-hmm. All right. Whole numbers only. I like it. So, for instance, the Ardling got a minus three. Mm. Poo poo garbage all the way around. Don't even understand why it's there. So, that's the worst that of the worst. Right. Yeah. So, Dragonborn and the Goliath, I'll give them plus twos. Gotcha. But yeah, like, yeah, if they tweaked something, like if they added uh, athletic proficiency back, would I be mad or think it's broken? No. Like, if they changed some of these numbers around on some of these things, like, would it be mad or think it's broken? No. Like, but also if they left it as is, I wouldn't be like, I'm devastated. You know, <laughs> like it just, it just <laughs> seems solid enough. Uh, is, yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. So what about the cleric? Join us next time to find out about the cleric and the rest of the unearthed arcana document. We'll also roll the wheel of doom and find out who's playing what for this UA's playtest. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Guild that keeps on giving. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever your favorite podcast service. Also, don't forget to like and share our Facebook page, the Guild that keeps on giving on Facebook, our Instagram at TGTKOG, and our Twitter at T underscore G underscore T underscore K underscore O underscore G. For all of us here at the Guild that keeps on giving, thanks for listening and have a great week.